911 emergency, what do you report? Mask. Wear a mask. You can craft one really fast. Tie a scarf around your neck. That's what the CDC is asked. Get some cloth, rubber bands, or sew on your own by hand. It will help you be protected so that... Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch. We're speaking right to you. Right to you. We're talking to you. Are you listening? You should be listening. And you should be telling all of your dispatch friends, hey, I need to start listening to We Speak Dispatch on every podcast. We'll talk about it in a second. Or every platform you can think of. We'll talk about that in a second, too. But we're joined by our by our usual suspects out there. We got John and Joe down there in our bottom boxes right there, like the Hollywood Squares almost. And it's like, we just need Paul in Center Square. Anyway, so uh, I hate to date myself on that. But we got April joining us today. April, how are you today? I'm good. I'm okay, good. Well. I'm over. Finally. <laughs> You're over it. Well, we wanted to kind of talk about something that's impacting everybody at this point, and that's COVID. And COVID, I mean, I got tested positive, Jill's positive, Joe got tested positive, April's positive, John probably is, who knows, but it's like, it's affecting all of our comm centers, it's affecting our businesses, what we can do, how we feel about things. I feel sorry for kids in school today that are going to be growing up with masks and all this stuff and being afraid to touch anything and how they're going to react when they're a teenager and you need to start touching a lot of things. So, all right, so let's go ahead and go around the room and see who is, what your experience has been so far. Is it okay to wear a mask at work? Do you have to, uh, do you have those plastic dividers up? What do you guys have? What do you think? Who's going to go first? I'll go ahead and go because I got the background that kind of summarizes <laughs> your COVID. It's kind of been like a dumpster fire, you know, everybody's doing it different or one way that you got pro vaccine, you got against vaccine. You, you could even say there's some political ramifications from it. it. So I'll just stick to, uh, you know, <laughs> talking a little bit about our agency. We did put up the barriers over our furniture relatively quickly. So they've been up quite a long time. I do think that's helped with the spread. Uh, we went really? 19 months in our agency before anybody got it. And so I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. And now with this, I don't know how to say it. So nobody make fun of me, but this Omicron, I don't know if I'm saying it right, <laughs> uh, variant uh, being very contagious. You know, we've had a few people, including myself, uh, uh, get that. And luckily we haven't had a mass outbreak and I hope we never do. Uh, but for the mass, we're supposed to wear them coming in and out of the building. And also if we get up from our council, but our councils are more than six feet apart. So we do not wear them when talking on the radio or the phone. Does anybody clean those plastic dividers? I mean, are you cleaning those on a regular basis? So if you do get right. something on there, it's like, <laughs> I was at first, uh, I bought this uh, really high sanitation uh, type solution. Yeah. And I bought, uh, it looks like a Swiffer and it's about a little bit wide, double as wide as a Swiffer and you can take it and like use it to clean the uh, barriers. Yeah. And I probably need to step that up and go back to doing that more often. We did it at first, the dispatchers kind of would laugh about it, but I did do it at first. I just haven't <laughs> done it in a while. All right. All right. Well, what about April? What about you in, in Missouri over there? What are you guys doing? How's it impacting your center? All that. So whenever it first came out, we were um, taking it very seriously, obviously, and uh, we did not put up the barriers, but kind of like Joe's, our consoles are, um, you know, about six feet apart. We've got 10 consoles in our center. We're a smaller, medium-sized center, I guess. Um, but they can, they can actually sit and be social distanced from each other at each console. Uh, but we did require masks. We bought everybody masks. We bought the high powered cleansing stuff and cleaned constantly before, after shifts. Do they in have between... to wear masks during when they're sitting at their console? We did that in the beginning. So oh. they had to 
we locked the center down. We wouldn't let anybody come in um, because, you know, we're open to, we dispatch for 26 agencies. So any of our law enforcement wow. fire could pop in, EMS could pop in. So we were trying to be really careful. Um, we bought the UV wands and we, um, we did pretty well for a while and uh, kind of had some plans with some neighboring jurisdictions for like cross training and if we would have to help each other out. Oh, that's great. And, wow. That's neat. Yeah. And then when we started getting it in the center, we had a, we had a dispatcher who'd gone, uh, she went everywhere she shouldn't. She, she went to Seattle, she went um, to Las Vegas, I'm she Seattle. went all with three months of each other where where that whenever you know COVID first came out, it was it was well known that it was on the West Coast. Yeah. Um, more and then she went to Vegas. And then of course it was on cruises. She went on a cruise, but she was testing. <laughs> there was testing in the beginning, and then she was testing negative. <clears throat> so that kind of started the the downhill slide for us where some people got it. I was one of the first ones at our center to get it, um, officially get it and get tested. And um, we just, at that point, set up, we have a boardroom. It's kind of like our training room boardroom. We set that up as a, as a clean room. So we'd uh, put the UV lights in that, clean that, had some consoles up and live, and we just tried to plan out where we're gonna send people to work from home or where we're gonna have them work in the clean room. And then <clears throat> things kind of died down for a while and we did really well and just kind of tore that room down and went back to kind of being a little lazy about cleaning the comm center. And now this Omicron variant is uh, flying through our center like wildfire. We've had yeah. a lot of out, a lot of people test negative, but their family members are testing positive. And um, I was I was positive. It's just it's gone crazy and it's caused some staffing issues. We're running short staffed and we're. Um, so if somebody some gets it, do they have to stay away from work for a certain amount of time? Do you have like a week or five days or whatever it is uh, out there? So our health departments are still isolating people for 10 days, but we're following yeah, the wow. CDC guidelines. Like if they have no symptoms, then they could come back after that fifth day, but they just mm -hmm. have to wear a mask for another five days. But if they still have symptoms, which is what we found, um, then we're telling them just stay away if you have symptoms. Yeah. And then symptom-free, you can come back and wear your mask up to the 10 days, and then you're good. Wow. What is the, what is the you, I'm curious, April, you said UV wands. What are they? And are they like the sweater things that Joe was talking about? No, no they're like, like little plastic wands that um, have a UV light, and it's set to supposedly disinfect anything that you run the wand over. And then we have a one of my board members uh, works for a large uh, manufacturing company, or did work for a large manufacturing company that uh, manufactures hostess Twinkies, so lots of foods, and, <laughs> wow. he, and he um, turned us on to a device, a big device that you can put in a room, close the doors, and that is a UV, um, like, sanitizer, and mm -hmm. we did that clean room. Um, otherwise, the wands, we have wands in the calm room and in our support staff area, like our front offices, and they can just run it over the keyboards in the, the mouse. So and, you don't uh, have to clean anything, you just run that wand over <laughs> and you don't have to wipe it down or... We did both. We were yeah. wiping down and using the UV wands. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, we ruined every type of wood that we have in the building <laughs> by all the lights you sprayed too. Wow. One of my one of my favorite things, Doug, is we had a we had one little wand for the UV as well. It didn't get used too much. It was just too little. But one of the things that happens where I work is <clears throat> once uh, somebody in the agency. Uh, tests positive, HR does all the paperwork and the communication, and then they communicate with the um, people that clean in the buildings, mm -hmm. and they come in with like this gun-like thing, and it's some sort of mixture, and they spray down the council that they were last known to sit oh at. Oh my God. 
And it's, um, I don't know what kind of mixture it is, but we can't like be out of the room when they do it. It doesn't, I was there the last time they did it finally and got to smell it. Um, it doesn't, it's not overpowering. And actually, you know, at first, the first few times it happened, the, the dispatchers, you know, they were kind of vocal about it. But the last time I think they felt a little bit better, but it just, it doesn't happen overnight. So, mm. you know, by the time HR get gets word about it and then yeah. they're communicated with and they communicate with the cleaning people, it could be two shifts later, two days later. So that's kind of the thing as they feel, well, why are you coming now? But yeah. I'm just glad that they're taking it serious and doing something. Right. Well, how about you, John? I know you work in such a big center. I don't know how you can separate people because they're so, it's so, yeah, so, it's like, yeah, fortunately, I guess large centers have that ability though, with our footprint um, to space people out. Doesn't mean we have oh, you less can. people oh, okay. working. It just means we, we space people out more. Uh, for there, we also have a training room with 11 consoles. So if we need to, we could even oh. break people out further, which is right off the operations floor. But we haven't needed to use it in that capacity. Um, otherwise, we just you have a lot of dispatch call taking and fire dispatch uh, consoles. Mm. So we've just maximized more of those regularly and switched um, seats less regularly and keeping mm. the six yeah. distance. Uh, but uh, the county now has mandated um, as of in January, so just say January-ish of 2022, that everybody in any county facility wear a mask. So um, when we are now wearing masks at yeah. the console, not just when stepping away. Oh, you have to wear it when you're working? Yeah. Ooh, wow, really? Okay. Yeah, wow. the county mandate now. Well, let me ask all of you, do you, guys, do you guys have any problem with two things? One, do you offer testing? Like if somebody just says, I don't feel well, do you guys get them a test or can you go send them somewhere and make a test? Or what do you guys do with that? April, what do you guys do? We do in Jasper County. Um, we, whenever it first came out, of course, we partnered with a neighboring hospital and we had partnered with one of our local urgent care facilities to test our people. And because they were first responders, um, Missouri had passed some quick legislation, I guess, uh, if you will, with the health departments to identify the first responders we're going to be and healthcare workers we're going to be getting like early treatment and early testing. Mm, yeah. Just to keep them working. So um, we, we had a lot of luck doing that and uh, we haven't had to do it for such a long time. And now with the Omicron variant, we're starting that back up again. Do you um, test everybody or is it just somebody who wants to go take a test? Can go no, take a test? Somebody, somebody who wants to go take a test. In oh, the beginning, it was had a symptom yeah. um like if i if i just felt like they you know their symptoms were bad enough that they needed to go or they needed to stay home yeah. then we'd say, go test you know and if you test positive we had a policy that we would pay them for their entire time off and it would not out of their sick leave so yeah. it was it was something we were just covering and then that policy uh, it um my board let it lapse so they said we're not going to renew it um when the delta variant came through and now the omicron variant we're still kind of back to normal like where they're using their sick time and stuff so i'm yeah. noticing people who they may do a home test but they don't have enough sick time so i'm worried oh about that. yeah i'm wow. worried about so they're they're um so far everybody's been doing good like if they did test at home and they tested positive or they're they're feeling sick they're staying home yeah. but if they can't find a place to test, we're getting them uh, scheduled to go test. Uh, okay. What about you, Joe? Do you guys have uh, tests available? Can they go take a, like an instant test or 
Can you send them? We do to not them? have tests available for them. They're working through it at the uh, upper levels of the the city where I work, mm-hmm. and trying to find out how they may be able to make those available. But right now, you would have to go get yourself uh, tested. So either oh, really? a home test or talk to your medical professional or whatever it might be. Go to one of the places that are offering instant COVID tests, whatever. Uh, to get yourself tested. So right now it's uh, up to you to get tested. And what about you guys, John? What are you guys doing down there? Uh, yeah, it's up to person's time and dime. To oh, really? Wow. I thought um, everybody would have had those instant tests you can get, those little well, $10 quick tests. For the, for the, the county has come out that those who are unvaccinated must get tested weekly. Oh. And there's a contract with the county that they use, um, which is during work hours. Yeah. The person is there. But if they're not, if I'm just not feeling well and I'm curious, do I have it? I have to go get the test myself. And just like April said, uh, if I test, I have to report it. Then the health department gets notified and I'm using my own leave. You, I thought there was something about you could, the government will pay people to be off work for- uh, At sunset, like April said, for oh, us. Yeah. Oh. Joe, do you still have it? Uh, we had a-, a COVID policy where when it first hit kind of very similar to April, uh, where they were letting them use uh, leave and being paid for it without it coming out of their uh, paid time off accounts. Uh, But that did lapse and expired. Our leave is really hard to explain in a short amount of time. (laughs) Um, But uh, they're letting them use uh, what's called long term illness that is typically set aside for FMLA type yeah. things, but they're once you test positive, they're letting you go into that account um, right away instead of using any of your own uh, personal time. Is the best way I can describe it to somebody yeah. that doesn't understand all of our accounts. <laughs> well, well, let me. You know, in our final few minutes we got here, just, and this is a hot button issue. Please, you're not representing your agencies. We know that going in, you're not. But let me just ask you this: What do you think about confidentiality rules here? If somebody is coughing at work. Do you, is it okay to tell me, you need to go get a test. What's wrong with you, man? You need to go get a test. I mean, I'm always so suspicious of this kind of stuff because it's like, how far are we going to go now? You got a cold, you got a flu, you got whatever. Do you guys have any of that going on where somebody's coughing and they're coming telling you going, Bill's got it. It's like, (laughs) anybody have that? Yeah, we got some people that when somebody comes to work and they maybe the other person just does, is a little bit off or they sneeze or they cough yeah. or whatever it might be, the rest of the people, you know, it, it's a tough one to, to balance. And what I've said is, you know, if you can just make sure you separate even more, we can separate from more than eight feet or we can put them, we, we're in two uh, buckets of four, kind of, we're an eight council PSAP. And go work in your own, what I'll call a bucket. So you're a good 10, 12, 15 feet away from anybody else with barriers up and everything else if if you have to cough. And I mean, even for me, I'll speak to my own personal experiences. I went back to work. I know I'm negative, but I've got this post-COVID cough and it's annoying. And I know if I was sitting out on the dispatch floor and constantly hacking that, you know, I may make some people nervous. I got the benefit of being a manager where I work so I can go in my office and close the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that. And that's, I did that at the grocery store the other day. I was walking down an aisle and I coughed and everybody's looking at me. I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. I'm not, I'm not at that point. I wasn't positive. Now I'm kind of positive. So uh, April, John, have you guys had any of that going on where people are kind of like, now they're really scared about somebody coughing at work or sneezing. And it's like, oh my God, it's not just a sneeze. It's COVID. Anybody have any of that? Um, I have a little bit of it, but my people are really close. <clears throat> I just coughed. 
Oh, you're in trouble. Now, I, my people who are worried about it the most is because they have somebody at home that might be jeopardized if they oh, got COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're wearing masks to work themselves. So they're just constantly, they've got their mask on and they might pull it down when they're at console, but if they're up or in and around, and I have another girl who's wearing her mask full hundred percent of the time her, she has a child at home that's compromised. And so she doesn't want her to, to get it. And sure. I can respect that. If I have somebody who like I do, it is controversial, but I do have somebody <clears throat> at work that was not vaccinated, that spouse was positive, that had um, some nasal drip and cough and a little bit of cough, but sounded congested. And I said, you're not going to come to work tomorrow until you get tested. And I know that that's, uh, I know it can be frustrating, but I also have a responsibility to all of our people to keep them safe. And he completely understood and um, was good with it. And I don't know that, I mean, things are, Things have died down now because everybody ended up getting it and it wasn't his fault at all. But, um, but I think, um, I think it is controversial. I think it just depends on how good of a relationship you have in the comp center. And we, we're lucky that everybody understood, like they care about each other and they, and they know that it's not coming from a place of like, oh, don't get me sick. It's coming from like, I'm worried about you and I really hope your health is okay. And I just want you to know I'm here for you to cover your shifts if you have to go home. Sure. That's what I think makes it more beneficial. So we haven't seen a lot of problems with it. It it just a it's a weird time. I'm glad I don't work in a comm center at this point, but it's a weird time for all y'all that have to work in these comm centers and just the amount of terror that the media is telling you to be so afraid of everything. And it's like, you know, I'm thinking, my God, you need to wear gloves and a mask and double masking. And and you guys all get do does your agency provide masks to all your employees? John, do you guys do that? John, do you have that? He doesn't know. John, John, John's yeah. he's on yeah. freezing. He says no. yes, I think. Okay. Yes. yes. And you, Joe, do you guys yes. do that? Yeah. Wow. Yes, we do provide that. And we provide um, hand sanitizer that we keep at the doors. And we also provide alcohol wipes and Lysol wipes. And we provide everything possible to try and keep our place safe. And for our staff, they do a really good job at trying to separate making sure that they're getting tested if they feel sick. They're, they're, they're really doing a fantastic job. I, I'm really proud of them. That's cool. That's very great. I mean, it's, it's good that we're all kind of on that same kind of like, you know, we want everybody to be healthy because we want staffing to stay. We want to be able to keep working. So we have those issues. So again, everybody, I really appreciate you all joining us today for this COVID special <laughs> or COVID omnic, whatever that thing's called. So the Delta variant is much easier to say than the other thing. So, but it's nice. Hey, Joe, tell us how many, uh, Station we got now, what's going on with that? It's so exciting. Yeah, I'm pretty proud. We hit 10,000 plays on our podcast platforms. That's awesome. And we're also in 31 different countries. So make sure you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or your favorite platform. And if you want to be a guest on here and sit where April's sitting, well, not necessarily in her house, but in that box down there, just let us know. Send us a note and say, hey, I want to join you guys. I want to talk about this topic or that topic. Or maybe you don't even have a topic. You just want to join us. That's fine, too. I've got a lot of topics that I could show for you right there. So I'm ready to go. So just let us know, send us an email, send us a message, whatever it might be. Other than that, have a great day, everybody. Go make it a great day. All right, good luck to you. And Hi, this is Courtney, and you've been listening to another great episode of We Speak Dispatch, proudly sponsored by our friends at Zybex. Mask, wear a mask. You can craft one really fast. Tie a scarf around your neck. That's what the CDC says.